What is up, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and today we have a juicy topic for us, okay? So if you are new to Joyfully You Podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. This episode, we're going to be talking about navigating hard things, transitions, endings, like I, this episode was inspired because I just got off the phone with one of the women that I'm working with and she is finishing her last week of grad school and she has a big ass paper. She has all these things on her plate. She has a lot of emotions coming up, you know, and I, I just felt called to share on the podcast about this topic because whether you are finishing school, whether you are going through something big within your job or transition within your jobs, transitions within relationships, There are a lot of things in life that can be very difficult and it can be hard. And so what I noticed when we were having this phone call, someone um, with one of the women that I work with was around what she could have done to make this not be so hard. And so she was saying all these things that like, you know, if I would have done this and if I would have done that, then I think that I'd be able to handle this better. I don't think I'm handling this well. And the clarity that kind of came through the aha moment was this is hard because it's hard this isn't hard because you didn't do something good enough or well enough in the past to make this any less hard I think sometimes we are sold and told about this lifestyle that to find ease and flow But ease and flow doesn't mean that we are void of pain and struggle. And I think that it's important to note that so you're not ever shaming yourself or looking down upon yourself if you are experiencing heavy emotions that are a part of life, you know, and especially, um, you know, sensitive souls, the type of women that listen to the show, you as the Joyfully You community, uh, we feel things on such a deep level and have such a deep uh, level of love and care for for certain things in our life, especially our relationships, you know, the meaningful work uh, and really connecting to that intuitive side of us, right? And so when something feels uh, like sometimes that can cause us to be pleasure seekers, where we're seeking the pleasure, we're seeking the love, the life, we're seeking the the bliss, right? The alignment, the attunement, the ease, the flow. We're seeking that. We want that. So much of this podcast is about creating that, right? The mindset um, of confidence, the mindset of empowerment, right? And here's the thing though, is we can still hold uh, confidence and empowerment in one hand while also holding pain and struggle, right? It doesn't mean that they are on opposite ends. We can be experiencing them at the exact same time. And so if you're going through something that has been really difficult, I want you to acknowledge yourself for standing in the fire and continuing forward with it because it's always the hardest at the end, right? Or right before a breakthrough is about to happen. And sometimes we could be in the middle of a breakthrough and we think that everything is just like crumbling, but things are actually breaking down. So this different version of us can break through, can emerge, can be like this, you know, this immersion, this like giving birth. And um, I, we talked about the analogy of giving birth, you know, when you're doing something new, or if you're completing something, or, or you're in transition of the unknown, right? Um, it, it, you are birthing something new into existence, especially if you're working on a project, or, you know, you're finishing a paper, you're, you're getting a degree, you're finishing school, um, you're finishing a project within your job, right? Or you have something that has a very clear looming deadline. 
whatever it might be. We can use the analogy of giving birth. Giving birth is the most beautiful, incredible thing, but it isn't pretty. It is painful and there is screaming and there is bleeding and there is sweating and tears and and there is accidentally pooping and there is like potential complications or not. But we're, even if everything goes exactly as it's supposed to, it is painful and it is uh, can, can be kind of traumatizing in some ways, right? Because there's such a... a uh, an experience, a force, a pain that has to happen for the most beautiful, such a beautiful thing to happen and come into this world. So think of it the same way. If you're doing something that is big, that that requires um, you to give your all, you know, it's something that you really care about. It can also scare the shit out of you. And so we think that if it's really difficult, that maybe we're doing something wrong. You know, that it shouldn't be this hard. But sometimes hard things are just hard, but you can do hard things. And it doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. It's just accepting that sometimes things are difficult. But it doesn't mean that it's bad, right? Can we look at something in our life and say, wow, that's very difficult, and have a neutral emotion towards it, right? Not not making it about us or this thing of per- this personal thing of like, oh, is it hard because I'm doing something wrong. Because I think the ego will try to control some aspect of a difficult situation, you know, to try and make it better or to try and understand it. And the ego is really good at at blame and shame and guilt, right? Wants to blame someone, whether it be yourself or someone else, right? Whether it's shaming yourself for how it happened or how things are going, thinking that it should be going a different way. Um, and then the potential for guilt, right? So noticing if there's shame, blame, or guilt, that is the ego wanting to protect you and protect um, protect the potential dangers. And so it has a positive intention as to why it's there and exists. Like we need the ego because it keeps us alive. But that part, that protective part, um, can, you know, we kind of call it sabotage, you know, where we sabotage ourselves, we do something that kind of cuts us from our own uh, joy or our own personal goals, because it doesn't seem safe. There's something about it that doesn't seem safe, you know. Um, So something like if you've been feeling really stressed out and kind of hard to focus on the things that you're wanting to do, things that you're needing to do that's causing the stress in the first place, right? Allow yourself to become super present with what is exactly in front of you. So if you're waking up and washing your face, allowing yourself to really just go and wash your face, right? Allowing yourself to feel the sensations on your face. If you are going to then make a cup of coffee, really allowing yourself to enjoy that cup of coffee and then noticing, okay, now I'm moving into this transition. And so it's like segments and transitions of the day, being mindful, going into one and coming out of the other, allowing yourself to be fully present with what's in front of you. And maybe you sit down to write a list and you are being fully present with the action of planning and preparing for the day, right? Thinking what's on my plate today, what's the most important thing and having that intentional time to make that list, to write those notes, to set those intentions, 
because then you can move into, okay, now what's that next thing? And being fully present with that and trusting that there is enough time for what you need to do. And maybe it's not just this blind trust, like the things that you write down that are on your plate actually put a time frame next to them. This is one of the most helpful things that has calmed my anxiety so many times is I write a list. I'm like, holy shit, this is like so many things. But then if I go through and think, okay, How long is that actually going to take me if I am focused and not distracted, aka my phone is in the other room? I'm like, okay, that'll probably only take about 15 minutes. It's like, okay, what's the next thing? Okay, that's probably going to be more like 30 minutes. Okay, what's the next thing? Yeah, that's probably like hour and a half. You know, what's the next thing? Blah, blah, blah. Add up the time. It's like, okay, so I need three and a half hours of focus time to get this done. Okay, what is on my calendar? Do I actually have that time with anything else that's going on? And so right away, you can see if it's possible to get it all done. Once you actually look at the timeline, it'll take, you know, the estimate um, time frame needed. So you can use that if you ever start to feel overwhelmed by certain things going on within your life and the tasks at hand is getting uh, an estimated time frame because say you write it down and you're like okay that's not even possible today okay well what is possible how much time do you have and are you willing to focus on these things um and what's the top priority because allowing ourselves to prioritize also you know can get momentum going Because sometimes we will avoid the thing that's the hardest because we think we need to feel a certain way in order to do it. But it's the starting, you know, uh, allowing ourselves to at least start it, whatever that may be. All right. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. This episode, you know, a little recap is if things are difficult in your life, Allowing yourself to be strengthened through the difficulty, knowing and trusting that you are strong enough, capable enough, wise enough, you know, to endure through what is going on. You know, if it's in alignment, if it's something that you know that you really want, then trust in it, right? That it's not hard because you're doing something wrong. It's hard because it's hard. And so it's not this personal thing as to, you know, I think that sometimes if we think something's difficult, we cast a negative shadow on it that it must be bad. But it's not. There's a beautiful phrase. It's be a warrior in a garden rather than a gardener in a war. And so it's allowing the parts of us that can withstand uh, come through And trusting that, you know, you can do hard things and that you are loved and infinitely supported and reminding and reconnecting to that source of of infinite intelligence, to God, to the universe, to whatever that higher power is that you believe in, um, connecting to it and connecting to the truth that you are infinitely loved and infinitely supported and that you are divinely guided, and that you matter, and that you have purpose here, and that you have the strength to continue on, and that you are going to give your all even if 
there's comparison happening or imposter syndrome happening or fear of failure happening, you know, it's, it's asking, I mean, and honestly, like for me, a lot of it is offering it up, praying when I'm in those moments of desperation, love source, God can fill me up because the desperation within me has caused me to lay down that part of me that wants to say that I have all the answers, which then allows me to be open enough to even hear God's voice. That sweet whisper of intuition, of our ancestral guidance, of God, of whatever it is for you. There's a humility in some of our hardest times. It's like, okay, for me, there's a conversation. This is just kind of what it is for me. It's like, all right, God, I'm going to move my feet and I'm going to continue to show up for myself on the basics of my self-care, of taking care of my physical body, of taking care of my mind. And I'm scared. This is what is going through my mind. But if I, if I really speak this out, and offer this up, I know that I'm infinitely loved and guided and I'm being sharpened. I'm being strengthened through these difficulties in order to withstand and in order to fully embrace a new part of me, a new strength within me that then is something I will need for the, for the other things that I've asked for that are on the way into my life. Being able to stand in the fire long enough that the things that burn us have become the biggest blessings. You know, I have an example of that, like a close friend of mine passed away and it was the most tragic, devastating thing ever. It was so tragic and so painful, right? And it burned, right? It burned in the very soul core of my heart, how it happened, all these things. But the blessing that came out of it is indescribable, uh, indescribable as well. Through that burn, the blessing came that me and my girlfriends are so close because that fire like welded us together as friends and created a sisterhood that already existed before she passed. But through her passing, the grief that we all shared and supported each other through and experienced together has created a bond. Like, yes, there's like a trauma bond there, but in the most beautiful ways because we learned how to, we we had no choice but to grieve together. And so my friend passed away and she wasn't found for about a year and a half. And through that year and a half, we were so close. And the closeness of being with each other in that level of pain has created the most trust and love and compassion and unity with each other. That is the biggest blessing we will carry through a lifetime. Ray, my friend Reagan, has become the blessing in all of our lives. And she forever holds us together. And so sometimes there's situations in life that it's it's the fire of transformation. And we don't know exactly how it's going to transform us, but we can trust that the transformation that's happening is leading towards a blessing and that we have to withstand the flame and the fire and trust that, you know, trust in 
taking steps forward in the direction of what it is that you actually want when you are making decisions from a place of confidence and love, not what you want when you are afraid and and reaching and, and worried and desperate, right? It's different to come to God, to the universe, to that inner being, to that sense like with a sense of desperation, being open to miracles, being open to things happening, right? And being willing to move your feet in the direction, right? Being willing to take those steps in the direction of the things that you know are best for you, but are not easy. That's difficult, but it's so rewarding because what happens when we do something that's difficult and it's also something that we want? What happens at the end? We are so proud of ourselves. Oftentimes, regardless of the outcome, if it's followed through to completion, it creates so much pride within ourself and a sense of confidence. You know what else it creates? Trust. The more we can trust ourselves, in my opinion, the more I can trust myself, the easier life is. Because I can trust my yeses, I can trust my noes, I can trust that I'll speak up when I need to, and it'll allow me to be in close relationship with people. That, you know, if I can trust myself, then I can trust others, and I won't be in fear of being taken advantage of, or in fear of of losing myself, you know. So if you've been walking through some difficult terrain I don't wish you an easier trail. I wish you stronger strides. I wish you a full hydrated water pack or a full water pack with water. I wish you incredible hiking boots. Like I wish you have all the tools uh, to, to be able to withstand it rather than just to make it easier that you are strong enough to go through what it is you're going through. And we know that's true because it's where you are and it's what is at hand. And at the same time, how beautiful it is that we can reach out to resources for help and support and guidance and people to lean on. Okay. Like coaching is incredible for that, for creating intentions and goals to move forward. And it's forward thinking, Therapy is wonderful for working through different trauma and relationship bondings and things that is more focused on the past. You know, uh, BetterHelp is a pretty is an incredible uh, website. You can be able to connect with a therapist online. I'm I'm not sponsored with them, but I do want to reach out to them and ask them about sponsorship because I really believe in their platform and the way they do what they do. You could be able to talk to someone within that same day and be able to message with them. You can easily change therapists um, if you don't feel a connection um, without having to make it personal, right? You don't have to tell them. You just click a button and you can get aligned with someone else based specifically on what you've been experiencing. They do a whole questionnaire. You know, so there's resources out there. I was really surprised too because BetterHelp, it came out to like, I think $300 for a weekly call and um, ongoing 24-7 like messaging you know, and you could do it as, as a month to month basis. You can pay for it weekly. So then it can you know, whatever that was, I think it's like 80 bucks a month or something or 80 bucks a week. So there's options on there and you can even, it, it's a sliding scale too. So I'm sharing that because I'm not, I'm sharing that because there's resources out there that are available to you to support you during 
you know, I'm going to call it the strengthening during the hard times. The hard times are hard because they're hard, not because you're doing something wrong. Sometimes we can make it easier on ourselves by not having such high expectations. Because if we start to have less high expectations and instead a commitment to do our best, it can feel a lot lighter. It won't feel so heavy. That is, that is something I have found to be true for myself and many people I've worked with. So, yes, you can do hard things. And you're allowed to receive help. And it's beautiful. And there's no shame in that. And so, yes. Mm good stuff. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on Apple podcast or five stars on Spotify. Um, if you're listening there and, uh, that really helps the show grow. And if you know someone that needs to hear this pick me up episode right now, go ahead and send this to them. When you share this podcast with friends or girlfriends or other people that you know that might like that, it helps the show grow and that helps the mission and that helps me live my dreams of helping and inspiring and guiding other sensitive souls just like me. So I'm sending you so much love. Again, I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You podcast and I will see you on the next episode.